The FT. Egypt is one of the few countries in the Middle East with a lively democratic tradition and a relatively free press. Voters there go to the polls this weekend to elect a new parliament. But human rights groups say that a combination of restrictive laws, intimidation and arbitrary arrests are making it extremely difficult for citizens to have a free choice. On the line is Hiba Saleh, FT correspondent in Cairo. Hiba, what are the main complaints of human rights groups in the run-up to this poll? Well, the main complaints concern the treatment of candidates from the Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood had 88 seats in the outgoing parliament, and uh, the authorities here have made it clear that they do not want to see a repeat of this performance. So we have seen hundreds of supporters of the Muslim Brotherhood arrested. We've seen police disrupt their processions. When they campaign, they go out in processions of supporters chanting. The Electoral Commission has issued rules against religious slogans. There are also what they consider intimidation of the press. Some 17 satellite channels have been taken off the air What about the issue of monitors? Local NGOs need permits from the Electoral Commission to monitor the poll. They have managed to secure some permits, but so far not in the numbers that they require. Also, they're upset about the laws which the Electoral Commission has set down, even though a monitor might have a permit from the Commission, if they want to go into a voting station, they still have to seek the approval or the permission of the head of the voting stations. Also, uh, the rules say that they're not allowed to ask questions inside the voting station, so they cannot speak to voters, they cannot speak to the representatives of candidates. So what are the main parties contesting the election, in addition to the ruling party? The Muslim Brotherhood is running 130 candidates. There are 5,000 candidates running in this election. The other parties are mainly the West Party. It's a liberal party. The main competition, really, for the ruling party is independents, not independents affiliated to the Brotherhood, but just independents who are often people from the ruling party, but when they do not get selected to run on its ticket, they run as independents and then they later rejoin it. This year, to um, minimize the risk of this happening, the ruling party is actually running multiple candidates in the same constituency. How much power actually does the Egyptian parliament um, exercise in any case? I mean, how, how significant is the result of these elections for the power of Hosni Mubarak, for example? Parliament is significant, but, still, but this is still very much a presidential system. So the president really has most of the powers. So is this election really an important test of the government's power ahead of next year's presidential elections? the whole political system because what we have here is very low voter turnout, less than 25%. And with a regime that is in a transition, it needs to it needs to renew its mandate. It needs to renew its credibility in the eyes of the people. In transition because this may well be the last sort of decade of Hosni Mubarak's um, tenure, do you think, as president? Yes, indeed, the president is 82 years old. What we're hearing now is that he is going to run in presidential elections next year, but it is reasonable to assume that 
in the next few years, the office of president is going to pass to someone else. And so we are in a transition, even if it might take two, three, four years, but it is still a transition. Do you think there could be outbreaks of violence if there is perceived vote rigging in this poll? Recent elections in Egypt have been marked by outbreaks of violence, not not enormous violence, not violence that destabilizes the country, but localized violence, because there have often been vote rigging and Given the signs, given what we have seen in the run-up to the election, given the fact that Muslim Brotherhood candidates who do enjoy a degree of popular support, they are the largest opposition force in the country, are complaining of uh, things like they are unable to register candidate representatives to attend the vote and to attend the count. So it is likely that we will see localized violence. I don't think we're going to see anything that is on a national scale or anything that is destabilizing. When are the results expected? I think there will be results starting from the end of the day, Sunday. They are going to start the counting after voting offices close. So through the night there will be results and there will probably be all the results sometime on Monday. I've also got to say that the following Sunday, there are going to be runoff elections because the expectation is that in many of the seats, there will be no clear winner. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.